Hi, and welcome to the Silverline Podcast, an audio version pulled from the video stream we do a couple of times a week. My name is Roland Mann, and I'm the head honcho at Silverline, where we have a great time making fun comics that we think you'll enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Silverline Wednesday Night Wham! Hosted by Whoa. me? Question mark and Roland. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Silverline Wednesday Wham, or as I've been calling these guys uh, offline, I've been calling them the Whammers. <laughs> so yeah, so Scott has uh, is not going to be able to uh, make it tonight. So we are going to kind of group fill in for him. I'll at least kind of get us get us kicked off. Uh, all right, so we're going to go around. I forget what Scott calls it. I tend to call this murderer's row, but I think calls it, Scott calls it something else. What does he call it, Tim? I have no idea. Okay, well. <laughs> I think he just calls it around the screen. Two it's, is right. <laughs> it's murderer's row tonight, so we're going to start. Uh, I'm Roland, kind of the uh, the chief wrangler, uh, Silverline, and as just noted, I also uh, am the writer of Cat and Mouse and Trump's. C. Michael, why don't you introduce yourself and tell everybody who you are. I am C. Michael Lenning from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and uh, I am working on the Rejects with Head Honcho, Roland Mann. That's right. And uh, You'll be seeing some of that tonight, some of my messy artwork, and hopefully clear some of it up. So, Excellent, and I'm, I'm really excited about that. I was looking over the uh, character designs again yesterday, and I was just going, man, this is going to be a fun book. So, excellent. Oh, it is. It is. Brent, how about you? Tell tell people who you are. My name is Brent Larson. I'm from Orlando, Florida. I'm well. I'm in Orlando, Florida, right now. Uh, I'm the creator and writer on the Silverline book, Kalis. That's right. Possibly got another one in the works, right? Not 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 quite announced yet, but I mean, not quite announced yet, but yeah, fingers crossed that things work out. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of excited about that. We'll see how that see how that goes. I can't get logged into restream. Tim, I am Tim TK. I am the associate editor uh, slash Wednesday night producer. So I help with the uh, website and run a monthly blog series called Craft. That's right. Recently featuring um, our our host, who is now a ghost, uh, Scott, this week. <laughs> and I am the writer of upcoming book Wolf Hunter. At Issues two and three being written uh, when I'm not packing, since I am from the uh, recently ignited Salem, Oregon. Nice. So you, I, I know you sent us a message earlier that uh, it was like raining ash. Yeah. So we have the largest wildfire wildfire in Oregon history right now, uh, not too far out of town. So it's about uh, wow. over a uh, hundred thirty some odd thousand acres. Uh, and it's about about thirty minute drive away. <laughs> I was going to ask you how close are you to that? It's I'm just on the other side of the. So we have Salem. I'm on the west side of the river that goes through the middle of that, and it's on the east side of that. So they're already starting to evacuate the eastern metropolitan area. Mm. Wow, dude! So can you see? Can you see like a, a glow in the horizon? And... Uh we could yesterday, not so much today, which hopefully is a good sign, but the wind had changed this morning. That may have just been it. Wind is coming back this way, so we'll see. Uh, <laughs> man, 
that's some nasty stuff. Well, definitely stay safe. Good thing everybody out there has masks now, right? Exactly. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now you upgrade from the cloth oh, really? to the uh, gas mask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tim, I was distracted. Did you tell? Did you tell everybody that you also the uh, you're the behind the scenes guy here, the producer of the stuff? Yeah. I. I okay. Yep, good. Yep. Yep. All right. So if it, if stuff goes wrong, we blame Tim. Yep. <laughs> I'll blame it on the wildfire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> uh, Rory, what about you? Tell folks who you are. Hello, I am Rory Boyle, co-creator, along with our illustrious ghost, Scott Wakefield, uh, creating Steam Patriots, uh, steampunking of the American Revolution, currently in the works, and uh, getting colored and lettered fairly soon, is what Scott tells me. And in true form, Scott can't be here, so now my computer's having trouble. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) I'll probably be leaving and then rejoining. But uh, currently in Jacksonville, Florida, along with all the rest of us Floridians down here. Yeah. Waiting on uh, three other storms offshore, working their way this way. Yeah. Mm. So we've got, uh, got tropical storms and hurricanes. We've got a wildfire. Does anyone have blizzards for the bingo card? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't forget yeah. earthquakes. Yeah, the earthquakes. Yeah, yeah. Tornadoes, earthquakes. Yeah. 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 Locusts. We find earthquakes. Earthquake we find earthquakes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's funny. I did not know what spaghetti models were uh, <laughs> until I moved here. And now I'm like, oh, spaghetti models, okay. And that's where you know you have all these possible paths of uh, of these hurricanes. Mm-hmm. Wow. This this is a it's interesting. This is the first year we've ever prepped for for I mean all out prepped. I mean we bought and probably because of all the panic with the toilet paper earlier. You know we <laughs> went ahead and we bought water and canned goods and we're ready. I mean you know. <laughs> bring it on yeah bring it on come on um <laughs> but it's the it's the first year we've ever i mean we always kind of when we, when the season gets here we always kind of pack our freezer uh but usually it's just with like coke bottles full of ice uh just so that you know the freezer is cold but yeah we're we're ready this year sid what about you tell people who Me? you are yeah tim hi tim everybody message. uh yeah. i'm uh sid i'm and currently the colorist of the incoming kids target trumps. And, and it looks so you, good. I, yes. I'm getting super excited about it. And well, I'm talking to you from Chile, which is uh, winter right now. And I'm sorry if it's a little slow, but I'm just you know, like not at the best uh, RPM right now. But uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to be with you tonight. Yes. And so for for those who are Southern enough like me, you didn't quite understand where she said she was from. She's from Chile. Chile. Yeah, like, no, like, Chile. Like, yeah, yeah, no. I, I know that I'm, I realize that I'm not saying it correctly. It is Chile but, down here, but, though. It but is this for all the, yeah, this is for all the people in Alabama. You're from Chile, right? It's, 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 it's below Mexico, you know, a little yeah. lower, all the way yeah. down. So, um, <laughs> excellent. Thank you, Sid. Uh, and yeah, those colors are looking fantastic. And joining us tonight for the first time ever, uh, Haley, is this your, and so I know this is your stream, your Silverline debut, but now, do you stream before? I think I've seen you post that you stream, right? Yeah, I've done, yeah, just a couple, just myself. Yeah. Okay. And I always say, I want to do it more. And then I like get too shy. <laughs> so joining us tonight is Haley Martin. Haley, tell people who you are. Yeah, so I'm Haley Martin. Um, so I'm also from Florida. I met Roland at a con like last year, I guess. Yeah, or, I think so. Yeah, wow. and then, yeah. No, actually, 
Well, oh no, 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 it was last year. We're still in so. 20. Yeah, it was in yeah, 19. Still. Yeah. Okay. Still yeah, it might have been like <laughs> still or something because it's the Delaney. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just, and then we just started talking about because I'm pretty new to comics. I mean, I have my own web comic that I do, but I've never like done anything in the like the industry or anything. So mm. yeah, so we started talking, and then now I'm doing the art for one that Roland has written. Working on that, I believe that's. Is that is my screen still sharing? It is. Yes. Yep. We, is we are looking at yep. it now. Yep. So working on that. This is page five. Yeah. Been enjoying it. Excellent. And and I'm going to talk a little bit about it. So this is the book that I saw Haley when we met. She had she had her own thing, and of course I flipped through it, and I'm like, oh, this is really cool. Come to find out, it was a it was a well, look. I even got a sign, mine's copy sign there. <laughs> Come to find out, she ha- had done this for a school project, if I remember correctly. Yeah, the first yep. chapter was that looks different. Yeah. So, so long story short, so, so this this goes back to Haley. So, so Haley and I talked a little bit, right? And I sent her sent her some emails, and she sent me emails, and I was far slower to respond to Haley than she was to me. So, I I need to put that out there and make sure that was that's very clear. <laughs> And then I think it was about this time last year when we did Daytona. Yeah. Because I know I'd kind of, I had kind of floated some, the idea about it. Uh, and I, Haley, if I'm wrong, correct me here. But um, I think what happened at, D- at Daytona, I, I think I said, okay, I'm absolutely going to send you something because we had, we had swapped one or two emails. That's kind of when we decided, when you said, yes, I'm, I'm absolutely game to do it. And uh, we kind of talked about what we wanted to do and kind of put it into play then. And this would have been at uh, Daytona Beach Comic Con. Brent was there. You probably met Brent. Yeah, I remember you introducing me to a bunch of people that I probably don't remember, so sorry. (laughs) That's okay. But yeah, so this this project, and what page is that, Haley? Is that four? It's five. Five, okay. Yeah. So this this page probably could, or this project probably could be three or four pages further along, if not for me, because I just took too long to get Haley around. And actually, Haley should have been on the stream probably a month ago. The weird thing was, I swapped some emails, said, hey, you want to join us? Da, da, da. And I tried to get her on, I was going to try to get her on last week. But I go to find out we weren't even Facebook friends. <laughs> I'm like, what the heck? I've been emailing her all this time. And then when I, I, I went to add her to the group, I'm like, well, where is Haley? I know we're pals. And so uh, so I, completely, totally, absolutely my my fault. But I am so excited to see Haley bring life to Bear. Uh, it's spelled Bear. Um, and uh, I tell people, when people ask me, why didn't I just spell it Bear? I said, well, you know, I, I I always picture the the police guy from um, I'm going to date myself here. It's the movie with help me out, Brent. It's the movie with the Trans Am and the police guy chasing him. Smokey and the Bandit. Smokey and the Bandit. Smokey and the Bandit. Right. <laughs> Roscoe was it? What? No, I, I'm thinking of different. What, what's the that's sheriff's the name? Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, that's the Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, if he were to say bear, he'd say I'm going to kill that bear. Right. He would say bear. So that's why it's spelled that way. But I have a hard time saying bear. But yeah, that's it's bear. So I'm looking forward to it. So excited about the designs mm-hmm. that, that Haley's done and the pages that she's got going. So uh, you're going to get to see her working on that tonight. So I'm excited about that. 
anybody else? Uh, so, Haley, thanks for joining us, and welcome tonight. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. Right. Uh, quick update in the chat from Facebook. Uh, Stephen Brown says, hey, Roland, did you get my email? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. All right. Um, when did you oh. send uh, Nia the Taylor Landing says Roland with three exclamation points. And Oven says hi. Never heard of her. What's up, Oven? <laughs> we love Oven. Oven's a fairly localish to us. Brandon, did you ever? You, you never uh, went to the Trouble's Little Sister, right? No. No, we got to get you set up for there. Uh, yeah. uh, Trouble's Little Sister is Oven's store. Great store. Yep. I want to say Oven store. He doesn't own it. It's the store that he frequents. And it's a great little store. They um, they supported, if I recall correctly, they supported uh, Kalis. Yeah. Um, so you got to get down there and sign some books for them, especially now that we're, we're a little a little more flex with uh, the plague and everything. Good store down there. And I know Oven, Oven loves them. So, yeah. I still, I don't know what the deal is with, with, with Restream. And it's not letting me log in. Are uh, you making sure to use your Nintendo Power Level hacking? <laughs> uh, here's the weird thing, right? I I I don't have I haven't had any problems with this before. I I was just on restream Sunday, right? It's the, it's the curse of Scott. Yeah. Yep. I see. It's the fires so, mm-hmm. and the earthquake altogether. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. And oh, we've got a late, uh, we've got a late oh, joiner. This is oh. good. He probably actually heard me saying, "I really wish he was here tonight because he could talk about this because of what his day job is." We jinxed it for the good. Invalid email or password? No, it's not. Uh, <laughs> Keep saying that, Roland. I think you're getting through. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> so, you're gonna convince it at some point. What's up, Mickey? How much? How you doing? Surviving. <laughs> hey, uh, we're just on the uh, tail end of our introductions. Mickey, tell people who you are. I'm the colorist on Twilight. Let's let's make sure it's Twilight Grim. Twilight has <laughs> Twilight has sparkly vampires. <laughs> yeah, and and now so all right. So I appreciate that you're the colorist on Twilight, but you also do. Oh, I'm finally in. You also do a whole bunch of other stuff, Mickey. What do you do? Tell tell folks what you do. Uh, anchor, colorist. Uh, right now, I've been doing a lot of character designs for Galstone Media on like nine different uh, animated cartoons and coloring those. I just finished the Panacon Kickstarter, wrapping up the colors on it. Um, my granddaughter, my 12-year-old granddaughter and I are uh, co-creating a book called Zodai 5. Uh, she'll be helping writing and then drawing. I'll be helping her ink and color. She does computer coloring too. Uh, Sweet. And then I'm also inking a book called The Crusader and a couple other things. So Excellent. Yeah, so... High school. Yes. Yeah, so this is one of the reasons, uh, and, and that part is one of the reasons I was uh, really hoping that you would join tonight, because tonight we are talking about, and this is a great segue into our, our subject, we're talking about juggling uh, home life with family, with your job, and how do you make comics? You know, there's so much going on. If you've got a job, if you've got a family, uh, you want to do this kind of stuff, 
how do you juggle that? How do you make time to do the things that you want to do and maintain balance? And um, that's what we're gonna that's what we're gonna talk about tonight. And and I'd like to uh, I'd like to to first point this to to Brent and Sid because I know the two of them may bail earlier and see if you guys can and talk a little bit about it first. Did you say may bail or that, may? Bail? I thought you said may bail. So I'm like, oh. <laughs> well, I don't know. I haven't heard from you in a while, Brent. Where you been? Well, as you pointed out, I just made bail. So that's a whole different angle there. I meant to say, and I should have said, and I don't know if that was my Mississippian coming out, you may bail from the stream uh, a little bit later. So You know, what better way to do field research uh, for a fugitive spy than to be a fugitive? <laughs> yeah. I'm doing a piece on, on prison life, so I went and, you know, killed the guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we got to do lunch again, Brent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so all right so i'm gonna put you on the spot first then. and I'm, I'm gonna um because I, I know a little bit a little bit about your routine i don't know anything about sid's routine but mm. so i know Ooh. that uh that y- 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 you're married so you, you you got a family that you gotta you gotta take care of you also have a full-time job that keeps you very busy mm. um i happen to also know that you are a bit of a kung fu dude Okay. And you yeah. work if you're are you Cobra Kai or are you Miyagi Do? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean it, everybody's watching that now, right? Uh, <laughs> I have not seen it, but it's in my queue, which means okay. because I spend more time updating my queue than I do actually watch. <laughs> so uh, so but you get up really early every morning and, and work out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure there are mechanics and grocery store managers that get up earlier than me so but you work out they get up to go to work <laughs> yeah you're right <laughs> go to a gym for once <laughs> um, yeah i um i get up around five and i take out the dogs and I make myself some coffee and uh, i'll write for a couple hours and then i'll go to the gym come home do some karate practice probably um, and go to work pretty much from there. So yeah, um, that is a routine that I kind of need in order to actually write. Writing is the hardest part because every writer knows you have to be your own cheerleader. You Everybody wishes someone to come along and say, look, I want you to write for me. I know you have not actually written anything, but I trust that you're a good writer because you just have that face. And I want to give you money just to do it. Um, A lot of people are waiting around for that. And I kind of was too. Um, I used to make goals and I wouldn't even come close to hitting him. Um, Tim went to school with a lot of people like that. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. Um, but a, a while ago, I just found that I, um, I came to a realization that I wanted this badly enough that I was going to have to actually first off decide that I couldn't have everything I ever wanted. Um, like for instance, uh, lots of sleep. So yeah. that kind of yeah. went out the window. Um, 
if I wanted something so badly that I would give up sleep, then that would help me to decide. And I decided I wanted to become a better writer enough that I would get up early. And um, I'm thankful that uh, married to a woman who actually likes spending time with me and has told me flat out that she wants me in the evening. Um, the morning I can have to myself, but once five o'clock rolls around, um, she wants um, all my time, which I'm happy to give a lot of the time. And the rest of the time I do it and I end up being happy anyway. So, um, so that's why I have to concentrate in the morning. Okay. And um, that's, that's, Actually, you asked a question. I think I just kind of went off and said my own thing. So. That's exactly what I wanted you to do, though. Okay. See, I, I, I'm trying. I'm trying to serve up softballs. Well, <laughs> I'm swinging wide. Yeah. As we all know, Brent is our resident sports expert. Yeah, that's like for paddle ball, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh wait, did we settle on paddle ball finally? You, you, you like paddle ball, right? Uh, that's yeah. Yeah, that yeah. works. Yeah, that's how you score goals, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I get it now. Okay. Yeah. The you paddle the ball through the hoop in the end zone. <laughs> you get the and that gives you a home run, right? Home run. <laughs> yeah. So touchdown, <laughs> uh, So, um, so our, um, so how much you, you said you sacrifice sleep? How much sleep do you average uh, a night? You know, I, I get uh, probably between six and six and a half. Um, and that gives me through to the weekend, and then I can catch up a little bit on weekend. <laughs> so you sleep late on the weekend, then? Uh, I sleep later on the weekend. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, yeah, if you're talking 5 o'clock every morning. Yeah. 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 So Sunday, I can sleep in quite a bit more before church. But uh, largely, the morning is just the best time. <laughs> I've met a lot of people who can who want to try and write and do creative things at night, for some reason, it's your body is telling you it's time to shut down. You have to push yourself so much harder. In the morning, you wake up, and once you shake off the lethargy and, and stop trying to convince yourself that you owe it to yourself to go back to bed, once you get past that, your brain actually is pretty free and clear. So probably the best times. Now... So, so what happens when, uh, so do you ever miss uh, working out? Do you ever not work out? Occasionally I work out with a friend. If he punks out, then it's that much harder for me to go. Mm. But, or I also skip, you know, like for things like Labor Day or gotcha day or, you know, Tuesday or <laughs> Ta- Taco Tuesday. Right? Late day. Yeah. <laughs> when... Well, so, so, um, so my question that where I was leading here is that when you, when you're not getting the exercise, do you find the rest of it harder, harder to do? Um, or no, because it's such a routine anyway. You know, I am a slave to routine. Um, I juggle routine occasionally when um, 
basically what I had to do, what I had to decide was that writing was very close to the most important thing for me to do with my time, mm. which is to say, if something else came up, it had better be amazing. And if I had to bench writing for a little bit, I had better make it up. And that meant that means sometimes that I can't work out. I have to write instead. Um, I will be bushed on a Friday night um, and my wife is hanging out with a friend. Um, I'd rather just sit down and hit PlayStation, but um, I'd rather get my writing goal finished. And it is a, it is a hard decision to make but when you decide you want something that bad really it helps mm -hmm. helps you decide yeah so. yeah sid what about you how, how are things different down in in chile well, mm, uh, uh i think i'm a, i am a special case or so whatever i say it's not a general <laughs> description of chilean culture uh i live in a house with all my my, my nuclear family uh mm. we're six i'm i'm the third of four sisters, and all of them have stuff to do, including my mom and my dad. And so it's the, the morning, we, we are all early people. Uh, we all wake up early. I think the first one waking up is one of my sisters. She works out, her day starts at five as well, working out with my dad. Uh, and right after that, it goes, my mom waking up and getting up, and then my other sister getting ready for school, and then my other sister getting ready for a job. So I, since I am the one with the, you know, like a non-contract, you know, what they say, a non-a-real job. Uh, I'm the last one <laughs> yeah. taking the shower. <laughs> I, I get to sleep a little longer. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm the last one waiting for the shower. And then I, uh, once I, I do that, I like, I really like getting my day ready, but clean and done before working. I, I can't go to work knowing that I need to, you know, like do my bed, tidy up, get a breakfast, I need not, not always get a breakfast, but you know, like not just getting out of bed and going to work. I like waking up. I like the process of cleaning up my room, opening the windows. It's just like to refresh myself. So once I do that and I get my one or two or three cups of tea, I come to the office and it's just work all day there. And luckily I don't have to uh, a day job yet. Not to mention that Chile is still a transition between lockup and open economy. Yeah, so going out of the house is not like a first priority for me. And to mention I'm a high risk person because I have allergies and asthma. So I prefer not to risk it. And I, I don't uh, think it's necessary, you know. Yeah, we, we don't want you to risk it either. Hmm. Yeah, so I you still need me. You still have a couple of pages, right? <laughs> <laughs> so let, let's well, wait you that. said that, not me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> but um, not dying is in your My sister, yeah. uh, my my, yeah. my young sister, my young sister, she still goes to school. Uh, she goes to remote class, digital classes. Uh, I we all assume that that's how the end of the year is gonna go for us. So whenever she needs help. Uh, with school, I, I would always be available for her. Uh, it's not a problem. I can do math. She can do math with my sisters. I help with history and art and stuff like mm -hmm. that. But yeah, it's, it's always nice to take a little break because, yes, I don't have to go out. I don't have uh, another priorities, but that also means that I need to keep too many hours set on the table, which is not healthy either. So, right. uh, yeah, 
getting called for lunch and meals. Uh, you know, remember, um, I don't know if you guys know, but in Latin America, meals and the table with the family are very important. You don't have like a piece of like a, like a food and in a plate you put it in the microwave and then you go back to work. It's, it's more common here that you sit down with your family and have a full on lunch or dinner or yeah. other kind of meals. Used so to that's be that also way nice here. For me. I guess, I mean, because I, I've been in families over there in the States. I, I visit friends' families and they also do like dinners with, with everybody together. So, so I guess it all depends on yeah. people. But here is, is very important. At least here in my family, for us, it's the time we have time for everybody to talk, to, to share what we do in the day. So for me, that's a nice way to get off the table, uh, go downstairs and, and share with my family. Um, opening the house as well is, is a nice break. So it's everything more like to get more work done is more like to keep myself from just spending too many hours on the, on the desk because that's also very like, uh, again, it's not it's not really healthy when you stay right. sat all day and looking at a screen. I try to keep it between six, seven hours of work daily. Uh, so I help with the chores as well. I help uh, cleaning here and there. Uh, it's, it's, it's kind of a big house and uh, we, none of us keen on the idea of my mom doing all the talks. So it's more between this and that. Um, I get, yeah. I'm getting into a better routine, but it wasn't easy either. The first days, the first weeks uh, when I was here, I, I was like just starting to get full into pumps. Uh, I was dedicating too many hours and that was not okay. I was like, my body was feeling it. Like, I need, yeah. you need to stop. You need to drink more water, like seriously. I wasn't really advancing as fast as I wanted either. So that was the point. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's about balance, right? Yeah. Now I'm getting better. I, I miss going out. I miss walking. I used to have like like around eight miles walks uh, almost daily before. Mm. Uh, sadly, it's not so safe here anymore. You know, getting dropped and assaulted is kind of getting a little common. Yeah. So I, I better not eight miles. That's a, that's a that's a pretty good walk. Yeah, I would go take like the bus and go into one of the main avenues, and it's like a very straight line, and I would just go forward, back and forward, and then take the bus and go back home. Because my house is on the I got halfway between the mountains, the mountains, and I don't like walking up, but I can I can walk <laughs> in a straight line, but I don't like going up. Like I don't like sweating, but I don't want to. So. <laughs> Yeah, I keep it simple. But yeah, I, I miss doing that. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, now with the lockup and me being a hobbyist, I can't do that often. So I guess I have the stairs in my house. If I want to do something. But, uh, yeah, just walk up and down the stairs. Yeah, now I just try to stay, you know, away from desserts and all that. Yeah, oh, that's hard. I, I have a major sweet tooth. Eesh. Oh, yeah. Luckily, all the snacks I used to eat before I left the States, because I was living in the States and have all these spending donuts and such. But here, I also have a whole menu of snacks I love eating. And now that Chile is going through a very strict health program from the uh, government like, and stuff, and I eat those stuff again, and most of the things are like sweetened with stevia and, and like healthy oh, yeah. sugars, and mm. I can't stand the taste of it. I hated it. So it was like, okay, it works. I won't eat this anymore. Yeah. So now I'm having a nice diet, forced diet. A lot of my, old my wife has fixed me <laughs> a, 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 a jar of nuts and some dried fruits. Because That's again, nice. I, I have a sweet tooth, and instead of grabbing a, <laughs> a, snick, a Snicker bar or a, a Kit Kat or something like that, she's like, 
snack on that. That's healthier for you. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh, my snack, my snack are mandarins and oranges. I'm addicted to citrus oh, fruit. Yeah. Yeah. I would bring like 10 of them and they would be gone and they would go downstairs, grab 10 more and then come back. Mm-hmm. Um, that's also been something different, the way of eating, not just like that, uh, because two of my sisters and my parents, we are like uh, developing conditions. One is lactose intolerant. I am almost kind of getting there. Two of my sisters have not gluten. They're not celiac, but they can consume gluten. So also everybody's meaning is different. Everybody's yeah. like, getting into this new way of eating. Yes. Yeah. Like I came back after three years and I came back and I just was this family. I use everything so different. It took me a <laughs> while. It was a little shocking at first. Yeah. So, so but now Mickey, I'm about to be there. Yeah. So Mickey, what about you? So I, I, I know you said uh, in your introduction that you're a teacher. And um, as we all are very appreciative for the work that you do, we, we all know that teachers are very under undervalued. Um, how, because you, you do, a, I mean, all that list of stuff you did, you do a lot of work uh, that's not teacher related. So what about you? What do you do? How do you, how do you balance it all? Well, for this COVID, it was a little bit easier. I used to... Uh... Monday through Tuesday, I get up at five fifteen, and I go till go to school all, all day, then come home, spend four hours to like from three to seven with the family, and then from seven till one in the morning, I do my comic. And then so, Friday, yeah, I get up at five, and then four hours, I, four hours a night, four hours a night, yeah. And then Friday would be my 25-hour day. I'd get up at 5.15 and then go to sleep at 6 Saturday morning. Sleep 6 to 10. Then from 10 till whenever the family and kids go to sleep, it's their day. I do whatever they want. They go. Uh-oh. Oh, thank we're you. Uh, and, uh, uh, we're there till 6 Sunday, sleep day when I went to bed at nine I'd go back to the studio till one in the morning sleep till five and then uh, start to wake all over again goodness that's uh that's quite a four hours a night that's that that's that's quite a regimen uh, yeah. I think you've got Brent beat yeah I've, I've only been sleeping four or five hours a night since I was eight years old so it's like wow. you know, it's in me, so. goodness um wow wow so now does uh (laughs) yeah that ipad's mine speaking of families right yeah my granddaughter (laughs) yeah Uh, my grandkids live here so yeah four to seven every night is with them and everything so okay i had a schedule out where i was sleeping like 30 hours a week spending 40 hours a week with family and then 100 and some hours of work a week (laughs) So, so yeah, yeah. So now do you actually, when you said you had to schedule it out now, do you actually have, uh, do you have it skip? Cause that was a pretty, pretty tight schedule that you just mentioned. Do you you, Mm. you actually have that scheduled out and, and work to, okay, it's three o'clock. It's down. It's time for this. And yeah, yeah. I, it's just routine here. Yeah. That's what I do. Yeah. Um, so this this is a question for for everybody. Um, 
what are the and, and we'll get to see Michael and and Haley and Roy or Tim if you guys want to jump in, but uh, what are the biggest challenges of 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 uh, if your regiment like this? What are the biggest challenges of keeping the regiment, or what are the biggest challenges of kind of juggling all of the stuff? Actually, doing a deadline for me. Doing a, doing a deadline. Like like to say like oh, today I'm going to finish this and mm. knowing that you're not may not be able to do it and it gets very frustrating but you need to reach a point to say okay okay you can't finish it you can finish tomorrow it's a yeah. shame but yeah that is for me that's kind of the hardest because i make a plan i try to make it work out and it's not coming out but, yeah but that's kind of yeah for me actually the absence of a deadline also makes it harder so oh so i need to give you deadlines yeah well, hey, give it your best <laughs> shot, Roland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I um, like for two hours, it's my writing time, but it's amazing to me how much I want to check the weather app. Worthless <laughs> information that will change on a dime. So I have and to ask you a question about this weather thing now. Okay. I, I, I'm, I'm not going to ask you your age, but did you check the weather app 10 years ago? Um, no. no. Uh, so I, I have a weather app? I think, I think it's an age thing. I think, I, Brent's <laughs> like, what are, you, what are you calling me old, dude? I think, <laughs> I think as you, I think as you get older, you get more interested in the weather. It's like, what's this it going Developing that superpower. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but keep in mind around, I mean, if it was really that, then I wouldn't need the weather app because I'd be like, my trick knees. Oh, I was just gonna say. I think it's gonna rain in a <laughs> So I don't know. I think it's because I really hate watering my grass, and I love it. <laughs> it rains. I think that's partly what it is. But uh, but yeah, um, but that's the thing. Uh, like I said, it's the weather app is is useless. The, mm. the it changes, and yet I want to look anyway, or I want to. Uh, uh, make sure that I paid my credit card bill on time or, you know, all these things that I could very easily do later on in the day and not during my writing time, mm. but I want to do it during my writing time because then I can say that I did writing even though I really did. So it's a mind game that I constantly <laughs> am playing while I'm doing this. So. Other, other, other juggling things. Uh, keeping uh, writing separated out of other pursuits or my everyday life. Mm. I like to keep each thing compartmentalized. So when I come to it, I just I can like one track on that thought process. But there'll be moments where I'm either working on some other pursuit or I'm at my day job and I'm like, oh, there's a, a plot hole I need to fix on this page and this chapter. And uh, oh, so, I, so here's a question for you, Tim, specifically. All right. So, so you've got, um, you've got your job, you've got your day job, right? Yes. You've got, um, you've got the, the, the silver line duties, right? The website and, 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 and you're also, um, you're also writing, a comic at Silverline, mm-hmm. but that's not all you do. You write a whole bunch of other stuff. When yep. you're writing time, how do you how do you juggle? I need to devote some time to the Silverline project, or I want to work on my great American novel. 
well, <laughs> the nice thing about the Great American Novel is that um, I am not tapped into contract on any of those. Uh, I had a short fiction contract not long ago, so that was like all of last year. Um, mm. But whatever is I'm, I'm on contract for has the actual deadline, so that's why I prioritize. Um, but uh, for this, because there is a expected schedule with comic releases now, whenever yeah. I sit down to write, I'm thinking about that. I may do like one or two items of pre-write for um, a book idea or a short fiction idea, but I don't actually sit down to finish the project. But if I get caught up on something and I just need to get the gears going, I may grease them by doing like a bolt or a bolt or two on the next project, and then once I'm I'm grease the groove, I get back into writing the comics, since that's more pressing. Yeah, I'll fall into that same thing with Tim. Yeah, if I need a little bit of a distraction from doing one thing to get that the juices flowing to work on something else. Yeah, you have to you have to write to distract yourself from writing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, may I ask, you guys write like straight into the paragraph, or do you make like a bullet list of the things you guys want to do? Like you have a, like a browser, right? Before, like, I, I, I used to be a very uh, hard pantser, uh, but now the more stuff I've written and I've actually like had to write back to back, the more I really appreciate like full on planning and essentially being able to, once I sit down to write the 10,000 words or whatever, being able to turn my brain off and just connecting the dots from bolt to bolt point because uh, it just seems to go quicker and it seems to mm. make much more sense than... Um, pantsing said project and then realizing mm-hmm. oh there's a character gets mentioned once and then just disappears for no reason but somehow they're plot critical <laughs> yeah i see interesting i'm my my style is very fluid i'll write through an entire scene or the or the the most structure i'll get is the biggest plot points and then going back in and smoothing out how one can transition into the other and i mm-hmm. typically don't write anything down or, or outline it i'll keep something in my brain and like work it around all day until it's smooth like a tumbled stone and then then i, I can put it out and just jot it down with one go and have nice. scott fix it yeah <laughs> <laughs> no. when, when, when scott and i work together our our projects team patriots it's so history and and reference heavy that we we have to do so much reading I mean, talk about a dry read. The Navigation Acts of 1773. I wish upon <laughs> no man. It's it no. very heavy. So, we got to like distill out the best bits of it. So when y'all were doing that, did you take, like for instance, when you do a steampunk industrialization mm-hmm. and stuff, did you take one aspect and he took the revolution, or did y'all both kind of just combine how you did your research on that? We just both kind of combined everything. How we uh, we knew we were going to take all of these major, you know, true to life historical facts and just implant our character in these spots and then string them together. And the research, not just like the the history of like the timeline and George Washington and Ben Franklin, but since it's steampunk, it's very technology heavy. Right. And so just blew our minds that all these, what we'd think of like a Victorian industrial revolution era, mechanical machinations were there. They were actually around in the 18th century they just weren't patented or right. too expensive to make so like you had a patent for a gatlin gun in yeah. the uk and that people think of the gatlin gun they think like civil war you know 100 years later 
but it was all oh, around. The Civil War would have been so much different if they had actually used the Gatling gun. Right. <laughs> brass though. cannons? Who uses brass cannons? <laughs> well, they used it in the good, the bad, and the ugly. That was Civil War, right? That was post-Civil yeah. War. It, right. They, that was that was post-Civil War. Yeah. Oh, well, no, good, bad, the ugly. I'm thinking Josie Wells. Yeah, Josie Wells was post. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, a historical reference that is totally reliable is the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Gatling gun uh, saw the a lot of use, though, as a... Uh, uh, a diplomatic tool with the Japanese government at the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was like my yep. favorite Gatling gun. Like, but that I think that wasn't until about the 1870s, though. Uh, if, if I'm not mistaken. So when was so it? Would have been the Wild West time too, because there was a big fascination with that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, because the 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 front the the frontier quote unquote. Uh, the historical ending of the frontier is 1890, and so a lot of the a lot of the 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 Wild West stuff will, that we think of as 1870s, 1880s. Yep, right. very short lived. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You're kind of a history buff, huh? Yeah, yeah. I'm about I'm about uh, two semesters away from a master's degree, but I won't get it. <laughs> uh, well, hey, uh, I have to get going. All right. So it's good to see you, man. And I'll see you next week. Sounds good. Have a a good night. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Silverline's Wednesday Night Wham, hosted by Roland Wham. (laughs) You know, I don't know. Is the where's the masterpiece theater music? Yeah, Yeah. they're like there's like a whole different attitude. The first half is like (laughs) power wrestling. Yeah. The second half is like. No, we're good evening. <laughs> I was like, we come, we come in at nine, which is like primetime television, and then we come back at ten. It's going to get like after dark. So <laughs> by this point, I imagine our audience has already broken out the Merlot, maybe slipped into like a bathroom. <laughs> twilight hour. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but one of the things we we're talking about is uh, Tim showed us a picture of uh, what it's like there uh, in Burning, Oregon. Tim, can you put that yeah. up and, and show people? Is because it's a it's a pretty serious thing there. Yeah. So there's there's that. This is uh, like a couple hours. This is about thirty minutes away from the actual uh, fire, but it was it, the the sun has not risen for two days. It seems like it's been raining wow. ash out here. Yeah. Wow. This was taken about noonish. Man. Yeah. It's kind of kind of scary. Um, yeah, so, um, you know, Tim, I'm sure I, I speak for anybody who might be watching. Uh, please, please take care out there. Um, we're watching the, the, the fire tracker and, uh, making, being sure tuned in for any sort of evacuation notices. Yeah. 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 So, all right. So for the first half we were, uh, you guys were watching, uh, Haley as she was working on, um, a bear. Uh, now we are watching uh, C. Michael as he is working on oh, uh, uh, re- rejects. We've seen Michael still needs oh. to share. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm about to do that right now. There we go. All right. Very good. All right. So, uh, C. Michael and Haley, you guys jump in here. Um, talk about juggling. So, Haley, you already said, um, I think you were. Uh, live when you said it that y- your your mom's desk is behind you so uh, <laughs> yeah. y- y- so you have to balance family as well 
and I know, uh, see, Michael, I know you got a family. So how you guys, uh, how you guys balance that stuff? Okay. Well, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I'm at my parents' house, so I, you know, live with them. So I don't have like my own family, like kids or anything. So I know like once that, you know, once I'm in that stage of life, like I'll definitely have less time for comics so it's kind of different right now um well family's family freedom i guess yeah you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's good but yeah and then um you know and then i've got my job i like just recently became full-time at my day job so that's nice but then yeah that is like you know cuts into your drawing time <laughs> yeah because comics are not like really a paying job for me yet <laughs> yeah but yeah they're not a paying job for a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm too serious about it to want to call it a hobby, but like, yeah, right. It's, it's true not, labor of love. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's good. I mean, there, yeah. there's, there's about three, like, one discipline creators who can actually afford to do this full time <laughs> right now. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and generally, those are the folks who work at Marvel and DC. Yeah. It's guys like, Don, is... guys like Donny Katz, who currently has 18 titles that he has to do monthly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Both envy and don't envy him at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you get a handful, uh, a small handful of uh, creators who work at some of the, the upper tier independents, uh, Boom, Dark Horse. Mm-hmm. Uh, things like that, who uh, who can get a, a page rate or a, a, a rate to work, um, but for the most part, you know, beyond that, uh, it, it it's a labor of love. Yeah, um, and, and this is why so many people, um, so many people want to move on to Marvel and DC is because they want to do it as a career, mm-hmm. and a lot of times the only way you can do it as a career is is to work for Marvel and DC. Yeah. Um, I mean, we all, we all love the idea that, you know, we're creating the next Walking Dead, but, you know, it's, it's, it's a crapshoot. Mm-hmm. And I know there's people, um, do you guys know what Webtoons is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've talked about it. So yep. that's pretty popular. And like, and I think that's probably a lot of people that read on there are a different crowd from like people who read Marvel and DC comics. But yeah. I know like there are artists that they pay, like I'm pretty sure they make a living on it, but I've heard that it's on a crazy webtoons? schedule. Yeah, yeah but it's, but I've heard it's a crazy schedule because they do these long updates every week. So. Wow. Pros so that, but yeah. that's something we're going to have to talk. We, we may have to, Hey, we may have to actually recruit you to, 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 to uh, uh, spearhead our webtoons uh, adventure because I think you're right. I think it's, it is a it very much different audience. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like uh, I have friends who read comics on there and like are not probably not really into other stuff. They're more into like anime and stuff. And then they're like, oh yeah, I read this comic on webtoons. And they found out that I post mine there and they're like, what? That's so cool. Yeah. So how how and of course I'm I'm being distracted here. This is this is one of those rabbit holes. So I, okay, we'll we'll come back to this. Okay. I'm curious to how they make money there. <laughs> yeah, what's yeah, that? I think that, it's see, like, Michael. Yeah, uh, no, go <laughs> ahead because uh, they there's a way on webtoons. There, you know, it kind of does. It has to do with the likes and everything like that. And you have to be really up there to get it. In fact, there's even a show that's being based off of a webtoons right now. That's uh like an anime. Huh, so, really? Yeah. So it it 
it's profitable if you can make it. In fact, when I went to uh, the last con I went to in Houston last year, they had a whole big old setup for Webtoons to check your, uh, look at your portfolio. and Really? Oh, yeah. It is a huge thing. So, so uh, Webtoons is, is kind of moderated? Oh, yeah. Can, not, not just anyone can go? No, I think anybody could post. But the people who bring in the most, they, they, I can't remember how they have it set up, but you can, you can make, I don't know if you necessarily make a living per se, yeah. but you can make a profit off of doing Webtoons if you are popular enough. Huh. Yeah. And, I think uh, they, yeah, I think they like, like anyone can post theirs on there, but then I think they'll approach you like with a contract right. if they want to like publish you and like pay you a wage or whatever. Yeah, that's how that's how I understand it. Yeah, they have a whole business scheme on how they do it. I couldn't quite understand all of it either, but yeah, we gotta we gotta start finding these rich benefactors. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you yeah. Know, for for a writer in the independent, in the in the indie uh, genre or circuit, it's a lot harder than for an artist because an artist is able to put out, you know, commissions and stuff like that. And I see a lot of artists mm. who have been able to step away from to, to for it to become their full-time job. And they're not working for said comic company like Marvel or DC, but they're able to have, they have commissions or whatever the case is. Uh, yeah. So it, it, it's for an artist, it's easier than it is for a writer. I right. hate to say that, but. You know, they say writers like a dime a dozen. Sorry, <laughs> well, 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 it's also the the uh, where it was with an artist. You do have that that immediate visual like right. product yeah. uh, where an, an audience can't necessarily see the hours of screaming at mountains and angst and bottles of gin consumed that goes into each script right. and encyclopedias <laughs> and history books. Yeah. And, uh-huh. uh, see, see, Michael, you are right. Writers are a dime of doves, a do- dime a dozen, but good writers or not yes <laughs> ah the asterisk yes yes, yes. <laughs> but see actually before i really got back into drawing which i've been back into it for about know, about five years six years now uh just like digging down doing it i'd actually taken classes as being a writer and i was kind of like you know i like writing but i want to be able to control what the person sees <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah and I don't want to be one of those, you know, you kind of have like your token writers that kind of, they got to describe every little piece of grass. And I, and I want to, I'll, I'll go to sleep on that. And I don't want to be <laughs> James Patterson where you just kind of, you know, you put it out there and let the person's imagination. I want to control your imagination without having to take up too much of your time. So, so the, so the Marvel style plot was right up your alley. Then. Oh, absolutely. Still have fast cool. as layout. <laughs> That's a good one out of there, Sue Michael. It's like, I want to control your imagination without taking too much of your time. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. I'm not a narcissist. What are you talking about? No. Yeah, I'm, I'm a narcissist, but I'm efficient. <laughs> uh, Ovin uh, chimes in on Facebook. He says, uh, in regards to Webtoons, uh, he loves what he loves Webtoons personally. Uh, people have the option to pay to not wait for updates. And Webtoons also drives traffic to associated Patreons, which is mm. another form of revenue. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, Curtis, uh, you guys know Curtis Fujita, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Curtis has been kind of spearheading some um, 
some ideas for some of what we want to do for some of the classic stuff. Um, he put he put together a PowerPoint. <laughs> John, John, are you listening? Uh, but it it was pretty awesome, uh, and, and and I like the way he's thinking because um, part of what he's doing is uh, you know because you, you guys know we're recoloring or well, not recoloring we're coloring a lot of the, the the classic stuff that Silverline did so that we're going to reissue it in, in, in you know in color hopefully find a, a a brand new audience with that. Um, and so Curtis has kind of been working on some ideas as, you know, how can we best, uh, what, what are some of the best methods we can do to, to, to bring this? And I don't remember where I was going with that. Um, PowerPoint is PowerPoint. <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> well, Oh, Patreon. The, ah. And, and so, um, so one of the things that we you know talk, talking about is like subscriptions and, you know, I think Ovin once before asked me about subscriptions to uh, Silverline, and, and, and really we're, we're not at this point, we're just not equipped to, to offer that kind of thing. And, and, and really, we're not really, we don't really, well, this year it's been pretty good. Uh, but I think when Ovin first asked me, um, I'm like, well, we don't really have enough content to offer any kind of subscription. Um, but we're getting to the point now where, I mean, we're doing, if you think about it, the last couple of Kickstarters, basically two books and a Kickstarter every other month. That's a book a month, effectively. Yeah. Right. So, um, so one of the things we talked about is Patreon. Can we use Patreon as a kind of a, a subscription service? uh some way somehow and so i don't know the answer to that and i don't know how uh you know how that's going to happen but I, I really like the fact that you know Haley is already on on webtoons and and uh if i'm not mistaken so is uh so is peter clinton i think peter clinton's already on on, on webtoons mm-hmm. um and and curtis is looking into this so i, I think there's you know and this is a whole other conversation of course the industry is is and mickey i know that you've seen this too the the industry is really changing uh, from what's been the, the status quo since uh, pretty much since I've been reading comics. And I know that there's the pre-direct market, which I bought comics in as a kid, but I didn't really know that that was a change from the direct market. I just, when I started going to comic shops, I thought they had already always been there. I just didn't know it. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I've grown up. Now I can go to comic shops. <clears throat> Yeah, well, I do have a an idea that at uh, like a three level tier, uh, every uh, supporter of that level gets a monthly slideshow from John <laughs> <laughs> on a different topic. <laughs> mm, so, <I> like this. <laughs> uh, so Haley, uh, so y- you have to go back. What was it? Two weeks ago? I think it was last. Yes, that? two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks. Yeah. Ago. Yeah. It wasn't the toys because John talked about. He didn't have time to make one for the toys. <laughs> okay. um, I, I want to say he had one in his ear, though. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, was a, what what was the subject? I forgot. Oh, was it was uh, casting. His casting, casting art. Oh, yeah. casting. Yeah. So Haley, you have to go back and look. John made a PowerPoint casting. Uh, John is the the creator writer of Sniper and Rook, and he made a PowerPoint casting sniper and rook he did it from like you know where he had originally done it in the 90s then he did it early 2000s and it was current and it was a whole powerpoint it was uh it was nice. it was actually kind of impressive nice. so he set the bar for that now yeah <laughs> um 
But uh, what else? All right. So I think Rory's the only one who had, no, no. See, Michael, you never really chimed in about juggling uh, all this stuff. Yeah, I'm not, I don't have a regiment per se. Um, I, I do work a 40 hour work week. It's used, it's four tens commonly. And oh. I, I really try to get off on Fridays. Uh, yeah, this is the first time I've, I've done a book. So I'm kind of seeing how everything works. I've got uh, four kids and a nephew and they, they range from 15 to three. Uh, I did but, not realize you had four kids. yes we had my we had my daughter two years later we had my first son a year later we had my second son a year later we had my my, uh my baby girl so wow yeah so so they're all kind of right there together though right yeah the 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 last three are (laughs) (laughs) but uh so yeah you know they're kind of we we homeschool Mm mm-hmm and so th- we, we actually have a lot of time that we were able to spend together. But for as far as when I come, as far as working on comics and stuff, I, I usually wake up about 3.30 in the morning. Uh, I, I, I go to work at 6. So about from 3.30 to about uh, 5 o'clock, I, I'm usually working on, on the comic, go to work come home, spend some time with the family. I usually get back in here hey, about around, around this time, maybe a little bit earlier than that. And my wife will, will sit here and watch the TV and the kids' bedtime's about nine for us. So, mm-hmm. And just I'll, I'll work on this or sometimes stop. Uh, my, my daughter and I are watching an anime right now, so I'll spend time, my oldest. Uh, it, it's kind of weird because I don't, I don't have that regimen, but I spend time with them. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So it it's like sometimes on the weekends I'll go for a morning walk or whatever with my my youngest. She likes to do the walking around here, and uh, but really that's that, it's not really anything I have planned out. I'm just kind of so you're not you don't have like a Monday. Here's what I do. Tuesday. Here's what I do. No. Yeah. No. I I did that years ago, and really this kind of a this kind of a practice. Like I said, you know, I tried, I was in writing classes before, but before that I was actually a preacher for a little bit. Wow. And so I would be, I would get up in the morning and do studying and stuff like that. So it's kind of a, it's kind of a thing that I've always done. Uh-huh. And, and the, I guess you said the subject has changed over the yeah. years, but as far as like what I'm trying to do now, trying to, uh, cause this is you know, technically my second comic book project, I guess. Yeah. But uh, just learning it is, I, I want to get, try to get two pages done a week if I can. Mm, yeah. It's a good, it's but, a good, I, I think that's important um, to set those kind of goals for you. And I think two, two pages a week is very doable. Um, I was having a conversation with another artist um, recently and they were they were taken and then that now so don't get me wrong now and here we are kind of well it's all about utilizing time right and what they were doing is they were they were filling in you know all of the dark places and they were just taking and, and i'm like okay look here's the deal outline that put an x there <laughs> i'm <laughs> like you 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 need to <clears throat> you need to better utilize your time you can spend five minutes sitting there shading in, you know, all of it with the pencil, 
or you could just drop an X there and tell the inker, just fill that with black. Um, that's a much more effective, you know, use of your time. And, um, you know, I, I told him, I said, well, here's the deal. I said, cause, cause the, the artist told me, Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, I need to do more of that. And I'm learning and the, the artist said, yes, I'm learning that, um, this helps me, you know, do faster. And of course, then I made some kind of joke. I said, yes, learning to be a professional always takes time, <laughs> you know, because it's true. You know, when, 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 as an editor, the pages that I got, because, you know, we're very, at Marvel, we are very much, you know, hey, you got to get the stuff in because we got to get the book out. And when you're a professional, you learn to take those shortcuts. You learn to, you really don't have to fill in all the stuff. You can just put an X there and the inker knows to fill that all in with black. Um, it saves you time. Um, and that's part of, uh, of figuring out how to be more efficient with your time. Yeah, I, you know, and I don't use too many blacks right now mm. with with it. So it kind of, you know, you see, I did, I kind of work on a lot of line work. Yeah. So I, and I try to cut corners, as it were. Uh, and I, and of course, working digitally, uh, you'll see. Actually, if you look on the screen, you'll see that I kind of took the setting from the the background of the first panel, and I uh-huh. kind of moved it down to that second panel. Cool. And I've heard people say, oh, that's cheating. I can't believe you would do that. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I don't care. You drew it. <laughs> I care. Yeah. You drew it. I don't it. care. It's not, like, it's, not like you, it's not like you stole it from someone else. Right. Or, or you, you took a picture, uh, you know, a, 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 an image from somebody else. You drew the doggone thing. Yeah, they do that on you movies know? all the time. Right. Hey, I, I, and listen, I will tell you this: uh, honest, uh, you know, honest to God, professionals will send you pages that will have a blank panel, and yeah. in the panel it will be written photostat of panel two from page three. And all they want you to do is just take a shot of panel three and drop it in, so they don't have to redraw it. That's all you're doing. Yeah. And and I can't tell you the number of times that that we got pages in and in, in our offices like that. Again, it's all about utilizing your time. If you, if you're going to draw a, a character, you know, in, in the exact same, because you know, writers will sometimes do that exact same shot as this p- panel from this page. Well, if it's the exact same shot, why are you going to redraw it? Right, right. <laughs> you know, I, I I have seen it, and, that, and that's kind of where I got that from because I have seen it, and it was a traditional artist. And it was just two blank pay, two blank. Uh, they showed their their finished work, and they showed the the not really the rust, but you know the pencils. And you had those two blank panels, and they just oh well, it was good until I realized that you just traced the other one. And it's like, really, yeah, really, it's as we're not doing uh, not, it's not 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 hanging up in the uh Louvre or anything, you know? Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's, uh, it's comic but, books. But that was that was a thing when I was younger. When I was used to draw, when I was in middle school. Oh, you don't draw, you sketch. Uh, uh, did you come and find out? You look at when you finally start looking at everybody, and they got these squiggly lines everywhere. Like, hey, I could do that. Well, you know. So. Yeah. Well, I, the the pages are looking awesome. Thank you. Yeah, this is this is actually the fifth page, and. I was going to try to get a group and try to send them, send them into the Dropbox this weekend. Okay, cool, cool. 
cool. Yeah, we get uh, need to get uh, Becca uh, slapping some ink. <clears throat> Royer, what about you? How do you uh, you 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 Tim speak up? Oh, I already asked him though, didn't I? I already put uh, you on the kind spot. Kind of. I I talked a little bit about, yeah. but but no, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm trying not to yeah. participate in sure, this yeah. because I'm going to have to repeat this on Sunday. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wake, wake up, wake up at seven. Time management. Yeah, wake up, wake up at seven every morning. Uh, scream for a little bit. Uh, <laughs> get get to work, uh, and then I'm at work until about six ish most days. Um, I, you can normally get off earlier on Fridays or uh, Wednesdays. Um, go to the gym for about an hour, hour and a half, uh, write for another hour, uh, and then, uh, rinse, repeat. I try to stream about, uh, let me see like, uh, four or five days a week now. Um, wow. yeah. And I do that for about two, three hours. Um, and that'll usually get me into about like 11 or 12 at night. So it's about my, my usual time, uh. But, so you're streaming for for two three hours, uh, five times a week. Uh, yeah, a little bit longer wow. Saturday Sunday morning. I can't tell you how many times I see Agro Bacon come up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. streaming like it's twelve o'clock at night. <laughs> and, no, and uh, uh, speaking speaking of uh, benefactors, Rory has taken upon himself to <laughs> be be the leaderboard and gifted subs last week. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's. Uh, that's been my schedule mostly, and uh, balancing comes down to actually like setting a set time. I have to like get myself set times for things, so I know that I'm going to leave the office at six, be at the gym by six thirty, leave by about seven thirty, and then write from eight to nine. And if it's a stream day, uh, stream from then until uh, about eleven. Yeah. This is Saturday, Sunday. Those ones get weird because I stream in the morning and then the afternoon. This is kind of whatever happens, happens. No man, am I up? (laughs) (laughs) Routine. What's that? (laughs) So I'm uh, stationed here in Jacksonville, Florida, at least for the next seven months, and uh, I'm active duty Coast Guard. Yep. So I'm on duty twenty four (laughs) seven. Yeah. So uh, and it's really odd these days because. Like about fifty percent of my job is office work, and fifty percent is out in the field, doing things on you know in the port on vessels on all the waterways, the ICW, the whole shebang. And uh, every other day, I'm working from home on a work laptop, and every day I'm in the office, so I never know what's going to be happening. And I moonlight in other shops. Like we have one department that's like pollution and hazmat response, so if they need an extra body, I can run out with them. Every day is something different, so I never know what's going to happen minute to minute. So my day is just staccatoed with like, Oh, I got a couple hours downtime. I'm going to ruminate on some, on some good fictional ideas. So I have a, a separate notepad at work mm-hmm. where I could just make yep. notes and do research. And, and that's like my work notepad and I'll take pictures of it, bring it home, add it to my, you know, at home notepad. And, and uh, when it comes to Scott and I working together, we'll give each other homework like this weekend, do a deep dive on this character or this event or this location you know, get back to it. So, I, w- nice. I wish I had a more steady routine. I yearn for the days <laughs> when right. I, can, I can have a steady routine, which should be fairly soon. Yeah, I will say the nice thing about my job is that it, it's a lax office job, so uh, 
I do also bring my own notepad and write a lot mm-hmm. like what Rory does. Uh, also, Comixology on your phone. It's great. <laughs> uh, my work day consists, uh, uh, the last two days consisted of reading uh, Paul Jenkins and Humans. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, uh, I can't remember. I think we posted it in our group. Uh, I don't know if it's still available, but uh, for anybody who might be listening, I think like every single Black Panther mm-hmm. ever published is uh, free. Uh, very much download on comicsology mm-hmm. so um so you should cool. take advantage of that and, and go get those uh even the uh the old jack kirby black yes yeah. are, are on the list so and those mm-hmm. are those are very in for my in my opinion very much uh well worth uh getting and reading absolutely oh and all my family's up north i'm confirmed old bachelor and likely to remain so as <laughs> professor higgins would say <laughs> <laughs> So you, you don't have so to I, worry. So I have disposable time and disposable money. Yes. Oh. Uh, okay. yes. <laughs> Scott loves it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. He can set you, uh, give you tasks, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, all right. So, so again, I, I kind of go back to the uh, idea, and I know uh, kind of Sid and uh, Brent kind of touched on it a little bit. What do, you, what do you guys find to be the biggest challenges in, in juggling all this stuff? Uh, I'll go. Uh, okay. For for me, it's the the intrusive thoughts and being ADD. I kind of touched on this earlier, but just with, mm-hmm. if, I, if I allow my writing to intersect too much of like time that I've designated elsewhere, then stuff I would have designated elsewhere intrudes on my writing time. Mm-hmm. So I, I inopportune strokes of genius that yeah. just strike at the wrong moment. <laughs> so so uh, so I, so I try my best to actually kind of tune out writing if I if I'm hard set and like. Work and actually have work to do. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> kids going to flip in your brain to switch. Exactly. Yeah. 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 K- yeah. Kids getting to find us if you don't want to actually work. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, if I'm like working on a report or whatever, and a writing thought comes in, that I know when I'm sitting to write something from like someone's tax file is going to come to my head while I'm writing. <laughs> it's going to, and so I uh, trying to find ways to cross stimulate so i don't have enough room for interest stuff to come in so i'm a big fan of writing with music or working music or i will always write like in a different coffee shop and try and write which has been really weird this year it's been very hard <laughs> but yeah. uh uh but uh i've been moving to different rooms in the house um or i'll uh go out to like a well, also now the state parks are closed because they're on fire. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> really, I'm not going to get any writing done this yeah. next month. Um, but you, know, you, you might be able to read pretty well because it's well lit. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <wow>. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. From the back of my Mustang. Yeah. Exactly. It's uh, while, I'm, while I'm sweeping my Mustang, uh, the the, the, <laughs> the uh, bathroom you, stop. You've already got the mask. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> So yeah, you know it's funny you you mentioned writing in a coffee shop. I I, I tried that uh, once. You know I heard writers talking about oh yeah let's do it. Yeah, yeah. I tried to do it and I am incapable of doing it. Uh, I, I find that I find that I sit there and do this too much. Oh yeah yeah <laughs> yep <laughs> yes squirrel what are, yeah <laughs> what, are, what are these people doing what are they having. Yeah, Boy, I, for for that me, that dude looks like a jerk. Yeah, right? for me, that's not too much of an issue. Like, uh, I'll get my coffee, I'll put my music, I'll be focused in, and then if I see someone interested in coming in, I'm like, okay, they're gonna die in this panel here. <laughs> How did it look like they would die? <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I can't, uh, I don't write well around other people. And I know sometimes in, in classes you had, you have to do that, but yeah. uh, I need to be alone mm. um, because people distract me. Right. I think also it depends on um, where you sit, if you're introverted, extroverted, or an ambivert. Because mm-hmm. either, either okay. you think whoa, 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 what's this? What's an ambivert? Uh, an ambivert is uh, someone who um, will enter into a oppressive state if they don't receive um, essentially extroverted around time, but they can only focus on like by themselves or vice versa. So they're 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 in order to re- like receive the right, right amount of like serotonin or dopamine. They need to be in both environments at some point in the day. Otherwise, they don't put out the right amount of dopamine. Interesting. I have mm. never heard that term. Yeah, like an extroverted introvert. Yeah, the extroverted <laughs> introvert was the was the old term, and they're like, "Oh, there actually might be a diagnosis for this." That's yeah. probably what I am. I would think. Yeah, I'm an introvert as well, so I, I I like my introvert time, but I can only really focus when I'm around people, oh, which okay. is interesting. No, 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 I can't. Yeah. For some people, it might be the other way around, where they like being around people, but they can only focus by themselves. See, I, I have really missed comic conventions because, um, uh, you know, that's, that's my people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and so I, I have really, because of uh, because the plague has shut everything down, I've really missed going to, to comic conventions. And, and that's been, I think, you know, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to get I'm ready to get back to shows. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be. You know, I, I I'm finding it surprising, I guess, that 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 the challenges that I'm hearing are more internal than external. Well, let's take a so- second to diagnose internal conflict yeah. and external motivators. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, please open the old man in the sea. <laughs> man versus environment. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, because if you think about it, uh, you know, this is this is what you, yeah. You, you, those of you have said anything that you're distractions. It's more of what are these these distract these things in my mind that are distracting me from doing the thing that I want to do? Not my family is coming in here, mm-hmm. or my mm-hmm. boss is calling me, or my you know my phone is ringing. Yeah, uh, you know, I, and so I, I'm I'm I, I guess I'm I'm a little surprised that it's more more of those kinds of things that uh that are challenges i can't i can't wait to pull a rolling man and get rid of my phone <laughs> yeah i'm telling you it is it is liberating yep. Yep. Uh, i got off social media mostly like in 2010 mm-hmm. yeah and everyone's like oh you're on facebook nope yeah <laughs> i haven't yeah. touched it <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> my facebook unfortunately, is my dream reservoir it's your what your meme yeah. reservoir yeah in, in case the meme world goes dry mm-hmm. yeah. it goes dry unfortunately you you, you kind of as a as a creator of arts um you kind of need the social media um nowadays I, yeah i mean it's, or i guess it's, it, would, it would just would have been different in the olden times yeah Standing you know, the printing press <laughs> <laughs> Yes, right. Yeah. Franklin shutting it down. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Another lithograph. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but also, you know, the 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 thing I will say though uh, uh, about that is that um, 
the gatekeepers of the time kept mm. that gate pretty tight. Mm. And and the thing about what we have now is that um, the, the the gates are are wide open for anybody. You know, uh, I mean, if you can if you can do it, um, there's no one to stop you from doing it. You don't have to depend on, uh, you know, major publishers to buy your work. Um, it doesn't mean you, you you don't still desire that or want that, but you mm -hmm. don't have to. You don't have to depend. You can put your book on Amazon, yeah. and people yeah. can buy it just like they buy you know a book from Penguin uh you, you know so and it's print uh, on demand now so yep. Yep. nobody's really losing money yeah yeah so yeah. so really you're just kind of vying for eyeball time mm -hmm. with these major yeah. publishers and there's nothing mm -hmm. that says that you can't get it you know yep well and what's interesting is you don't you don't have to reach this big of audience as they do no. they have a ton of books that they have to sell all you have to mm -hmm. do is sell one and if you sell a good enough amount of them you could actually do something with yes you. Mm -hmm. you, yeah. you build that audience for those guys they have like 50 something books at what's, one what's time. it yeah well from the detective comics to action comics those things are like wait not everyone wants to read a detective story not everyone right. wants a yeah. superhero story yeah yeah and but we want to be in everyone's pocket so we need every book whereas if you're right. writing your own thing you just need to find your people your people right. that's it yep yep now doing that's hard yes <laughs> yep. it is yep. yeah I mean, but and, but I think that's kind of where social media comes mm -hmm. in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, there's uh, a podcast called Writing Excuses, which is uh, <laughs> a great name for a podcast. But it's it's uh, a bunch of writers and editors and uh, agents talking about writing stuff. And one of them is a uh, comic artist um, who, uh, oh, what's his name? Um, he he just. Well, no, it's, it's great. But Howard Taylor. Um, I don't know if anyone is familiar with Howard Taylor. He, Schlock, uh, he wrote Schlock Space Mercenary, uh, oh. which was it's one, been one of the biggest e-comics of all time. It's run as like a weekly strip, and then they put out graphic novels when they have a graphic novel worth of content. So, But, he, but he's been able to do this for like 10, 12 years because he found his people. Wow. And he's like, yeah. you, don't, you don't need to be the most excellent, and you don't need to be the most well-known. You just need to be pretty good and pretty well known. <laughs> yeah. And if, yeah. if if you can find that from well known just being more more than averagely okay, you should find some way to work it out. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Mm. Wow. Yeah, there's, so, there's so much truth in that. Yeah. Yeah. I can't really shoot social media because that's why I'm here now. Right. <laughs> that's mm -hmm. how, you know. So. Well, and and that's you know that's kind of how the whole stream this whole streaming thing was born is like hey guys we we need to how can we how can we get Silverline uh our books and the stuff that we're doing how can we get more eyeballs uh onto it how can we you know uh help spread the word right um yeah, yeah I, I don't know certainly it was i wasn't sitting around thinking you know what i would really like to stream you know a couple times a week uh that was not you know that was not anywhere in, you know, because this is time, of course, you know, see Michael and Haley and Mickey, they're sitting there, uh, you know, working the whole time. Um, I, I can't, you know, I can't really work. I can't because I can't write while we're doing this, right. you know. Um, so, yeah, but this is this is one of those necessary things that you got to do to, you know, let people know you're out there. And I, I think people I think a lot of people 
a lot of people will buy product based on people. Mm-hmm. And I think we can, I, mm-hmm. we, we're not going to go there. Uh, but I think there, there's enough on, on Indiegogo and some of those circles that we can point to those. See, that book sold only because that person did it. And, yeah. and you know, um, uh, that's, a, that's a whole nother rabbit hole. But I, I think be, people buy be, a lot of times because of people like, mm-hmm. hey, I like Tim. I'm going to buy his book doesn't matter if your book sucks it doesn't suck right but it it it, it, it I, I can say that because i've read it um um it, it it doesn't matter if they're gonna buy it because they like you and they like you as a person so they're gonna support you now hopefully they like the book and they're mm-hmm. going because it is a good book they like it but they're gonna say oh well i liked him but i also like his book yeah. and they're gonna they're gonna then spread the word um yeah I'd read a marketing book, a couple of them. I can't remember who it was by, but that was one of the main things as far as getting attention on, you know, Twitter and mm-hmm. Facebook is to be sociable, to be approachable, yeah. to be, you know, mm-hmm. and that was your main, like, I think he was doing, I think he had wine or something he was selling, but. Wine? Why? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he's, he's like, I, I remember he was doing live streams or whatever the case is. But that was his, he, he, he made a lot of money from doing, just from using the social media marketing. And that was the main thing that he continued to hammer was being sociable, being yeah. likable. And that's like looking to a camera right now is hard for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's like, I got to train myself to look at this thing. <laughs> and that's honestly why I got into streaming myself, like years ago and came back to it this year. Uh, and why I got into like theater and all that is i wanted to be better at interacting with people (laughs) Uh, yeah uh because it is a very good skill to have when you're trying to sell your your stuff uh you need to be some sort of attention grabber when you're at like a convention booth and there are five other dudes wearing uh shirts and jeans selling some sort of war book but you need to be in some way attract their attention before they even read your book right yeah well, um, you know, Tim, I don't know. Um, you know, in class, I had a bunch of those um, uh, those interviews with uh, professionals. Did you did you listen to any of those by any chance? Yeah. I don't think we were I required any of them, but I think I listened to a couple. A couple uh, but yeah. So if you so one of the so I, I did I probably got uh, I don't know twenty five of them uh all with the, so one of the things i did in my class for for those of you who, who weren't my former students uh a long time ago what i would do or several years ago what i would do is once a month i would have a, a comic book writer on with my students and then they would ask questions about working as a writer the industry and that kind of thing uh, i stopped doing it because uh it was a, it, i had it was a voluntary thing and my students stopped coming uh and it was like i don't i don't understand i am getting the guy who co-created deadpool here and you don't want to come and ask him questions right what the heck right. um so so yeah i i stopped doing that because it just it, it you know my, my students frustrated me but i still have a whole bunch of them there and i make them available for uh even to my classes now but one thing having done it over the the span of of what two years i guess uh i noticed a common because one of the question I would ask at the very end is like, okay, if you had one bit of advice to give my students, what would you say? And the now not always in the same language, uh, but I'm going to sum it up in Roland language. But basically, it was don't be a jerk. 
Mm-hmm. And that was really the, the most common advice that every one of them gave universally. Don't be a jerk because nobody wants to work with a jerk. And um, I, I can say that's absolutely true. One of, you know, one of, um, one of my personal goals in, in kind of, you know, going back sometime and, and, and recruiting for Silverline is that I wanted to bring people into Silverline that I want to hang out with and that I, I wanted to work with. I mean, you know, th- that's why for me, this is why I find these streams so enjoyable is because I, I like you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, rolling your swell. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but th- that's, it, it, it is a truth that, that you, you don't, you don't want to work with a jerk um, and, and nobody wants to. Um, and I, I, you know, I, I think there are some people who, who, who didn't get that memo. <laughs> That's a good life lesson. No. Well, heck, Roland, I knew I liked you that first time we hung out for like six hours. <laughs> I know it was crazy. Yeah. I told my wife, I said, I'm just going to go lunch. And she said, how long are you going to be? I said, uh, probably longer than a lunch, you know, because it was Rory and steam Patriots. So I'm like, I told her, I said, probably like two hours. And then it's like four hours later and I'm like, oh, sorry. We were like, whoops. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a problem. So, uh, okay. Well, like, like always happens, I just uh, look up to my clock and realize that uh, it's nearly 11 o'clock. So um, Tommy post here, he's got no power. Uh, really sorry, Tommy. Uh, we missed you here. Um, we talked about you during the break that you couldn't hear it. No, just kidding. Uh, hope, hopefully your power comes back on and uh you can get back to uh working um and nita taylor lanning says too soon what was she saying too soon about i, I think the uh the light oh the fire <laughs> fire oh <laughs> yeah um yeah you know things are almost never too soon for me I mean that's um, a, that's the problem is that I want those people are like uh, I'm literally be on fire and be cracking jokes about it because yeah how do I process <laughs> this I'm here yeah. that's just me yeah. Yeah, that's right yeah oh. um, okay so um, so we appreciate everybody hanging with us tonight um, as always please don't uh, forget to like and subscribe and follow um, we're on three different platforms most of you are watching us via uh facebook uh but i know a bunch of you will watch the youtube um later uh, and then we've also got uh, a, a few on twitch so if you're on those platforms even if you're watching us on a different one please go and follow us and like us and subscribe to us because all the numbers uh help us um so we're gonna run through and uh tell folks where you can find us but first i just want to uh remind you of our merch store um the link will be in the description below uh go check out the merch um and also please go check out the link for the upcoming kickstarter which will will start it will start before this stream before wednesday wham is back on so uh, hopefully next Wednesday, Wham, they'll give you an update on how the uh, Kickstarter is doing. So uh, go and and follow that. Click on the little button that says notify me on launch. I just refreshed and there's 36 followers. So I'm hoping that uh, after you see this tomorrow, we'll, we'll get up to uh, about 50 followers. That's uh, what I hope we do. So uh, we'll just go around, folks. Tell 
people where they can find you. See, Michael, where can folks find you on the interwebs? The best place right now is Facebook. Um, plan on doing a couple of other things eventually, but right now the best place is friend me on Facebook. And actually, believe it or not, for some reason, my Twitter account seems to be buzzing. I've gotten a lot of uh, follows there. Nice. But, yeah. So I don't know. I guess that's Silverline because that's not me. Woo-hoo! But uh, it, that's under, hey. uh, look for C. Michael Lanning. Drop the G, add it to, and you'll find me. <laughs> well, you know, uh, it, it, my, uh, my, my good friend, Curtis, uh, said this probably i don't know if it was a private conversation or uh it was during our stream last time he said a rising tide lifts all boats right so you, you're getting people uh to follow you hopefully that uh that is because of some of the other silver line stuff and it will lift all boats that that is uh part of my hope um cool uh tim tk where can folks find you I am Tim TK Writer on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Liger, Facebook. Um, I am Tim Doesn't TikTok on TikTok. And I'm on Twitch at Agro Bacon, where I will be live later tonight, probably playing Marvel's Avengers. Marvel's Avengers. I've seen uh, a little bit. How do you like that? I'm enjoying it a lot. It's not for everyone. It needs some okay. TLC. But if mm. you like comics and you like uh, looter games like Destiny, Diablo, Borderlands, it, it wow. hits the nail on the head. Wow. I played Diablo 1. Okay. I tell you anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't listen. Yeah. Been, been a while. <laughs> been a minute. Uh, Rory, what about you? Where can folks find you on the interwebs? Uh, everyone can find me and Scott at... Uh, uh, steam patriots at twitter and the gram and the gram huh that's what the kids oh, are calling it oh, duh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. that's what uh, that's what we called my grandma the gram the gram <laughs> <laughs> and we're pretty close to seeing the uh, steam patriots finished right that's correct yep yeah yep. very close excellent and mickey what about you where can fe- uh, folks find you on the interwebs mindwinder um, studios mindwinder studios okay being on instagram and then Twitter, I guess, I think is Mindwinder1. So, okay. That's it. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And we'll make sure we have all those links below. Uh, Mickey, so glad you could join us tonight. And Haley, where can folks find you? Uh, um, well, my Instagram and Twitter name, I've been thinking about changing it because it's it's Nelmathiria, which is hard to spell and pronounce. But <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's. I made it up a long time ago. It's the same letters of Haley Martin, like mixed up. No. But I've been that, trying to find like if I want. That was to during your. You were probably fifteen during your D and D days, right? <laughs> I, yeah, somewhere around then. Yeah, you, yeah, you never actually, leave the D and D days. D&D, but it actually was a character. I uh, see. Story, so yeah, <laughs> close. Yeah, but yeah. So that is N E L M A T H Y R I A. But yeah, that may change soon. I'm okay. Like, All right. Things that I uh, wanted are already taken. But we need a D and D one shot here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. I am Roland Man. You can find me at Roland Man on Facebook, and you can find me Man Roland on on the gram, if that's what we're calling it. And until then, don't forget to make mine, make mine silver, silver line. line. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Silverline Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the episode. 
We know we ramble sometimes, but we have fun. And after all, isn't that what comics are all about? We hope you'll follow us on all our social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, LinkedIn, Reddit, MeWe, Gab, and whatever new thing pops up between now and the time you listen to us. Please like, follow, share, and remember, make mine Silverline.